Good morning. It is uh, seven minutes after 11. <laughs> Glad to have you with us. By the way, Brian, you know the, what, what I, I screwed up this winter, this Christmas. Um, you know that I love egg. You don't like eggnog, do you? You're no, not? I do. Oh, yes. you do? Absolutely. I uh -huh. love eggnog. I really do. So, um, do, do you ever do this? Order your groceries and then go pick them up and have somebody pull? I have, but it hasn't worked out. I have to sit out there for, you know, a long time just in order for the groceries because I, I swear I order them in advance and I assume that they would be all put in a refrigerated area. Then I'll call the number when they tell you to arrive. And then you sit out there for 15, 20 minutes. It's like, what? I could have gone in and got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, no, I don't use it anymore. They will substitute if you let them. And in some cases, it's all right. Like if you want a dark roast coffee and that one is out of stock and they put another dark roast coffee in, it's like, okay, that's close enough for government work. But I wanted eggnog because I hadn't had it. And apparently, um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't stop them from doing a substitute because I figured if if they have it, they've got it. If they don't, they don't. But you know, that's dangerous. It turned out to be a a bad mistake. Yeah, uh, they have a soy milk eggnog <laughs> that uh, they supplanted. Uh, yeah, that that wouldn't work, would it? No, no. I <laughs> I don't even know why they call it milk. It's it's soy. It's not milk. Milk comes from an udder. Um, the, God, that was horrible. So just a, a quick word of caution. If you order groceries at the grocery store, make sure you know what products they can substitute. Because uh, uh, that soy milk thing was, jeez, that was awful. Um, all right, listen, uh, it is Think Tank Thursday. We don't have uh, our usual guest. By the way, uh, good news uh, from the uh, Bills, apparently... Uh, our uh, injured football player is responding neurologically. His lungs are healing. Uh, he appears, I think, to be cognitively intact based on what I'm, I'm seeing. So um, some good news. I like sharing good news. Uh, on the House of Representatives and the Speaker, apparently uh, there are several prominent Republicans who are supporting those 21 uh, Republicans who won't put Kevin McCarthy in. This includes Edwin Meese. He was the Attorney General for President Reagan. Uh, then uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, his wife Ginny is standing with them. Jim DeMint, uh, he is Chairman of the Conservative Partnership Institute, former U.S. Senator. And they're, they're, they've signed a letter telling them, you know what, stand your ground. Do not put McCarthy in. I am anxious to see what happens, and we will try to carry that for you uh, over the course of the uh, next uh, hour. Uh, let me see what I got here. Uh, okay, that's that's not a message I could put on the air. Okay, eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Uh, somebody is doing something that I find very scary. Don Serber has a piece on this. By the way, uh, this guy, Don Serber, is from my neck of the woods. He's from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and apparently wrote for the uh, Cleveland Pain Dealer uh, for many years. He's now retired, living in West Virginia, and he's got a Substack um, article, uh, that he, uh, a column that he writes. 
And he's got a piece up here called Polluting the Air to Save the Planet. MIT Technology Review reported, quote, a startup says it's begun releasing particles into the atmosphere in an effort to tweak the climate. Make Sunsets is the name of the company that's already attempting to earn revenue for geoengineering, a move likely to provide widespread criticism. The story goes on to say a startup claims it has launched weather balloons that may have released reflective sulfur product particles um, in the stratosphere, potentially crossing a controversial barrier in the field of solar geoengineering. Uh, geoengineering refers to uh, the deliberate efforts to manipulate the climate by reflecting more sunlight back into space, mimicking a natural process that occurs in the aftermath of a large volcanic eruption. Boy, I did nothing about that. And what could possibly go wrong, Brian? It seems perfectly... Oh, yeah. I Yeah. Uh, that this group of idiots decides for the whole world what's going to go in the air. Um, <laughs> it's not technically difficult to release such compounds into the stratosphere. Scientists have mostly, though apparently not entirely, refrained from carrying out even small-scale outdoor experiments. It's not clear that any have yet injected materials into that specific layer of the atmosphere. So, it's not subtle science. I know the left want you to believe it's settled science. It is not settled science. I mean, nobody has come forward and said, you know, uh, from uh, 1850 to uh, 1910 it was the perfect atmospheric temperature. That yeah, was the perfect global uh, temperature. There is no such thing as that. Nobody knows what it is. Um, and, and there are all kinds of questions about global warming. How much warmer was it... Uh, you know, a thousand years ago. It, it, who who knows? Nobody knows. These people are, and, and they're telling us CO2 is a bad thing, but we know CO2 feeds green plants, flowers. They, they love CO2. That's how they, in turn, produce oxygen. So it's not subtle science. But these people are out here tampering with the environment because they believe that there's man-made global warming that's all that takes a great deal of testicular fortitude just leave it alone because i i'm telling you it's unsettled and the damage they could do i would much rather and this is the bottom line i would much rather it be warm than cold and i i believe most people would agree with that would you rather step outside on a 13-degree below zero day or on a day when it's 85 or 90 degrees? Personally, I prefer 85 or 90 degrees. And more people die from the cold than they do from warm. Every year when we have these cold spells, you'll see where people die because they're exposed to, the, to those cold temperatures. In, in, in very large numbers. So I would, I would rather it be... A, a, and we're, you understand we're talking like seven-tenths of a degree Celsius. That's, that's almost nothing. 
They make it sound like it's, uh, you know, going to be 30 degrees warmer. And knowing how these folks love to manipulate studies, you know that this can't be what they say it is. Yeah, it's... When they come up with these reports and they go, well, it was uh, 0.01 degrees Celsius warmer. The the globe is heating up. And I think to myself, that's that's an anomaly. That's a mistake. That's to... That uh, 0.01 degrees? Are you kidding me? Who steps outside and says, you know, it, it feels uh, <laughs> one one hundredth of a degree warmer today, doesn't it, than it did last year? Bravo, Sierra. Um, all right, let me do this. Uh, Chris is on the line. Chris, welcome. How are you? All right. You know, when you said you'd rather be warm than cold, I'm thinking, which is more popular, the beaches of Florida or the beaches up in Fairbanks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody goes up there to relax. Uh, they go up there to work. I'm just wondering, are they going to go back in time to the 60s and 70s and get all that pollution they were scared to death was turning us into an ice age and put it back into the atmosphere? Because, you know, <laughs> I remember that was the problem. All that soot in the air, we were all going to freeze to death. Yep. And I'm just, this reminds me, you know, I think I've seen this movie before. It doesn't end well. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? We get this up in the atmosphere, it starts getting too cold. How do we get rid of it? If, if we come up with a way to clean it back out again before we go spread it out there, because it doesn't sound like a good plan to me. Yeah, how dare they? Just, and, and by the way, we don't like government regulation, but it just says comp- this company's just going to start doing it. Yeah. What do you think you'd need a permit or something to do that? <laughs> you know, maybe you have a little meeting with a, a lot of good scientists to go, is this a good idea? Not just get up there in your own little plane and start spreading stuff. Can I do that? At the risk of one good. adolescent, all I can think of is, how dare you? Yes. <laughs> all right, Chris, thank you. Glad to have you in the Gary Nolan Show. All right, we're up against the clock. We got to, uh, we've got uh, this uh, quick commercial break to take, and then uh, we'll come back. We're going to follow what's going on in the House of Representatives. We'll try and carry that for you as well. It's the Gary Nolan Show. And, and by the way, I will give you the names of those Republicans who are voting for anybody but McCarthy. I'll do that next. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 20 minutes after uh, 11. Glad to have you with us. Uh, let's see. They, they have not had, uh, no, we don't have the information yet on, I was, uh, as soon as this, um, alleged murderer, um, goes in the courtroom, uh, we'll get all the information on how the FBI followed him, um, uh, and, and what, uh, you, you know, when you pay attention to the way they, they covered this in the press releases, um, they were very, very clever in not tipping him off, Brian. Uh, this guy who is alleged to have uh, killed these co-eds, uh-huh. um, they kept asking for information even after they had it. Yes. So he would have no idea that they were on to him. I think that was damn clever on their part. Leading him in case he's watching the news. Yeah. Which we know he probably was. Oh, yeah. Just he, saying, we don't have anything. It's uh, any information would be helpful in helping solve this crime. In the meantime, they're following him. I guess <laughs> yeah. they pulled him over twice um, and, and took video of his hands. Um, and he was going out of his way. I mean, he was, they said he went uh, grocery shopping and he wore uh, gloves so he wouldn't leave any DNA. Um, he, he was concerned. 
I guess, you know, I was reading about that this morning, and some of these genealogy companies like Ancestry or, what is it, um, Me123, whatever it is, I guess that you have a choice to whether or not you want to share your information, share that data, and um, that 123andMe does not share information with the police, whereas Ancestry.com does, but you have to voluntarily allow... You have to tell them it's okay. Yes. Would you do that knowing that it might lead to somebody in your family being arrested? I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I'm, I, I don't was, know. I was tempted to do it. I, I got this uh, kit for my wife, and she she did it, and she loves it. She uh, gave it to her, I don't know, three years ago, and she's still getting information and updates on family members and how far apart they are, and uh, and she's... She just loves the gift. It's the gift that keeps on going, giving. My problem is I don't want anybody to necessarily uh, have my DNA. Yeah, that bothers me. Uh, and I don't know why. I mean, they could they could pick up my DNA, I'm sure, if they wanted it. They'd follow me somewhere. Um, but it, 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 I just, I don't feel comfortable with that. And if I did, you know... The, what are the risks that somebody gets arrested in the family? But what if, what if your family member is a murderer? You'd, you'd want them arrested, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. I'm up in the air on that. I I, I don't. I I mean I could see that it would be fun. It would be fun to know, especially on my father's side. Uh, just, you know, my sister and I used to clown around about. Uh, being part French, um, we are not. At least I don't think so. Um, on my father's side, as far as I know, it's Irish and um, Native American. But I'd love to find out for sure what else is in there. Now, let me go to the phones here on the speaker. Uh, let me get Gary on, He's because he just called in. Gary, hey, welcome. Gary. How are you? No, I'm doing great. Hey, you know, since Nancy Pelosi and the Dems have been so nice and, uh, you know, equal justice for everybody since they've been in power, the Speaker of the House does not have to be in the House. I would like to put Donald Trump up to be Speaker of the House. Really? Donald Trump? Well, don't you think he and Nancy and the Dems would get along great? I would not want to see Donald Trump. No. No. It would um, serve them right. I'll tell you who I'd like to see. I'd like to see Rand Paul or Ron Paul. Ron Paul would be great. Isn't he in the Senate? Rand Paul is, but Ron Paul, his father, oh. is not. He's a former member of the House of Representatives. He knows the ins and outs. He's a pro-life libertarian. Um, there's there's a, a representative. He's got... Blonde hair. He's in charge of one of the, um, oh, like justice committees. I, I don't know the exact name. I can't think of his name. Um, he's been in charge. He was always uh, in charge of going after who's guilty, not guilty, or whether it was legal to do. Are, are they- you talking about uh, the guy from Ohio, Jim Jordan? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they've nominated him several times. Yeah. And. Uh, he says he doesn't want it, but I think if they voted for if they voted him in, he'd do it. Uh, and yeah, boy, he's got that. He's got fire in the belly, and that's what I'd like to see the Republicans. You know, have that kind or, of. 
if you won't go for Trump, how about bring it back? Like, is it Trey? Uh, what's the guy? Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy. He would be a good speaker of the House. I don't mm. think he'd come back. He'd be have to be crazy to want to get back into that again. But anyway, yeah. that's just my <laughs> thought. But I just thought, well, for Nancy Pelosi, we could do Trump. I <laughs> think that would be great. Yeah, it would be fun to have him wield a gavel <laughs> over her. Oh, wouldn't it though? Yeah, that, that would be I fun. Mean, that could be a new comedy series. <laughs> All right, Gary, thank you for the call. Yeah. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Can you imagine him slamming the, huh? Slamming the gavel down and, and telling her to be quiet and sit down. Oh, she would be absolutely <laughs> insane. That would make her crazy. Uh, for that reason alone, just for the entertaining uh, vision, uh, I think that would be uh, it, it would be acceptable. What do you make of this uh, Camden County woman that uh, uh, well, Leanne Bauman? Yes, I saw that yesterday, maybe the day before, and I wondered what it was that uh, made them drop their yeah. Dropped the case completely. I mean, this this girl was under house arrest for quite a period of time, and she violated probation and some of the rules that they had to go along with that. And I thought it was a slam dunk case, and all of a sudden they just said, "Yeah, we don't have anything." Like, wait, I guess they're going to unseal that at some point, but until then, we can only speculate on what happened. Did you see that girl who was being harassed online? And uh, it turns out it was her mother. Wow, no, I did not. She was being bullied online, uh, and she uh, complained about it. And the government, I don't know which law enforcement body, did their investigating. And it turned out she was being bullied by her own mother. Wow. Mommy dearest, huh? What? <laughs> Bullied by her own mother? Unbelievable. You gotta be kidding me. Some 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 mother's kids. Uh, I don't understand uh, what's going on with this uh, Bauman case. Uh, it, they must have a different angle they want to use or something. Uh, but she is accused of apparently trying to kill her mother-in-law. Uh, and... It seemed to me that they were, you know, it sounded like they had a case that they really could make. Documents filed in the Camden County uh, Circuit Court alleged uh, Bauman attempted to hire a hitman to kill her ex-husband's mother because she believed that he and uh, the, the ex-mother-in-law were, were going to uh, take away her, her uh, full custody. Uh, court documents said a witness recorded her agreeing to pay $1,500 to hire someone to make the death look like an accident. I am dying to find out what that's all about. Uh, all right, I promised I would tell you uh, the Republicans, the, the 20 Republicans who have been uh, so uh, steadfast in their opposition to McCarthy, and I got like 30 seconds to whip through this, uh, Andy Biggs, Dan Bishop, uh, Lauren Boebert, Josh uh, Breach, uh, Brasheen, uh Mike Cloud, uh, Andrew Clyde, Eli Crane. You know, I don't see anybody from Missouri. Not one from Missouri. Huh. We'll let you know how the vote's going. Uta Momento on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. 1135, the vote is uh, going on right now in the House of Representatives. Uh, we'll get an answer on the uh, seventh ballot before the program is over. We'll keep you apprised. In the meantime, uh, let me go to the phones. Oh, I know who this is. Mona, welcome. How are you? Hey, Gary. How are you? I'm doing well. How is Tim? Uh, he's He's getting by. He's all right. Well, so the world knows. Uh, Tim Oliver is, in my opinion, the foremost firearms trainer, uh, at least in the state of Missouri. Uh, he has given me so much information, and he has such great skill. Um, in fact, he is the impetus behind Gary on guns. Uh, so I tell him I said hello, and I'm, I'm thinking about him. What's on okay, your mind? I will. Well, the McCarthy stuff. Um, I see that the... It seems to be frozen, deadlocked there. And I'm, I'm concerned because the 20-some-odd Republicans haven't really offered up a good alternate to replace him. And that's uh, a major concern because what I see is going to happen is at some point, one of these votes, you're going to see a lot of Democrats voting for McCarthy. And they'll push him through. And it will be because at some point prior to that, McCarthy will have gone to them and made some deals that we won't know about. And so if that starts happening, you'll know what happened in a back room someplace. And I am concerned that we'll be much, much worse off after deals are made to get him pushed through than we would if we could just push him through now. The real problem here is there is no alternative being offered up that the other majority of Republicans can get behind. So yeah, I, I got I, I to disagree with you. They have come you? up with they've they've come up with several good names, people that I think would do a terrific job. Yeah, the problem, like Jim, but he won't do it. The problem he will do it if if he wins, but eh. um, McCarthy has to release them. McCarthy has to tell them, look, vote for whoever you think will do the best job, and then well, you'll see a sea change. But, but for the Democrats... Well, we'll see how it turns out. I, I would rather see somebody other than him, and uh, I, I hope that uh, they're standing up to the majority works, but I'm just not seeing it happen. The previous caller who, who mentioned Trey Gowdy, I think he would be excellent, but they'd never get for him. So, <laughs> but, well, but you have to remember, whoever they pick is third in line for the presidency, so... Well, the Democrats are are going to make hay uh, and pretend that you know they you know that this is something horrible when it really isn't. It's the way the government is supposed oh, no. to operate. Um, oh, no, they're they're loving every minute of it. Yeah, so they're not likely to uh, they're not likely to let the Republicans off the hook. By the way, right now the vote is uh, twenty five McCarthy, twenty Jeffries, four others. One more others goes on board, and, and we go to an eighth ballot. Um, oh, wow. Cool. Mona. Well, uh, it's been good talking to you. That's really all I had for today. Tell Timmy I said hello. I will. I all right. Will. Take care. Happy New Bye -bye. Year. You too. Miss Mona, Tim Oliver, great gun guy. Uh, so we're watching the vote here. Uh, we'll see if it gets up. The last vote yesterday was 20 for others and one present who was originally a, a, a McCarthy uh, voter. So it went from 20 to 21 um, who would not vote for McCarthy. 
if this number gets worse today, I think he's he's toast. If he if they end up at twenty two, and he you know then he's just he's losing ground with every vote. Then somebody is going to have to go over to McCarthy and say, "Look, throw in the towel. We need to get this done. Uh, these people are adamant. They don't trust you, uh, and." And, and we've got to get this uh, over with. I don't care. Uh, it, it may it, it may look uh, you know fun for the Democrats. They may think somehow this is to their advantage. Uh, but in the end, this is what the founding fathers envisioned. They knew that it was going to be messy. They wanted it to be messy. You know, a lot of people don't get taught is that uh, they wanted this system of government to be so difficult to get through that you couldn't screw it up, that you couldn't just change things around. Um, it, it, it took them, you know, 150 years to, to get it screwed up. Uh, and then uh, after that, it was Katie bar the door. But it was designed so that the House and the Senate would be at odds uh, with the Supreme Court and the uh, legislature would be at odds with the president. They didn't want things to get done because they knew it was a problem. By the way, others is now up to six. Uh, okay. If, you're, um, if you've been following this movie that uh, came out uh, dealing with uh, phony Fauci, uh, the, the movie is called The Real Anthony Fauci. And uh, I've got the director scheduled for tomorrow at 9.30 Central. Uh, J- Jeff Hayes um, is, is going to be on board with us. Uh, so this is going to be this is going to be epic. Uh, because uh, frankly, phony Fauci he's just wielded so much power. And I think he was so wrong so often that you know, somebody's, there's got to be an accounting here. I want to find out, you know, why he keeps denying what happened uh, in China, uh, why he keeps denying what happened there happened. So we'll find out tomorrow morning, 9.30 Central. Uh, in the meantime, others is up to seven. They don't look like they're losing ground here, Brian. Uh, I'm just wondering, how long are they going to continue this this vote? Thing. I mean, this will continue until McCarthy apparently says, okay, you're free. So he actually has to yes. say, okay, I'm done. Every, his supporters are afraid to abandon him. Uh, they're afraid that, you know, if he turns around and somehow pulls it out, uh, or maybe it's that they think he should be, uh, but he's got to be the one that says, okay, you're all free. Vote for who you think should I see. be okay. Uh, until that happens, this stalemate will continue. Um, and, and you know, seven means that is definitely going to an eighth vote. He apparently did not convince enough people to secure the speakership. And I don't care that it's just twenty people. It, in a republic, you know, you can't take away people's rights just based on numbers. They've got to find somebody they all agree on, and apparently it's not McCarthy. And, you know, Fox News and other conservative outlets can rip these guys apart. 
but this idea that he's the heir apparent, that he's going to do it, uh, whether everybody agrees or not, is is just wrong. Um, we'll see how it how it unfolds. Uh, we're going to uh, take a break. We'll come back, wrap it up. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, uh, we are going to have uh, the uh, producer-director of the uh, phony Fauci movie on the program. If you've got questions about Fauci and what he did and how he did it, uh, gain of function, uh, funding for China, yeah, we'll get some answers tomorrow. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show. On the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 1149. Glad to have you with us. Uh, Wendy sent me a message, said, um, I called into Sam Graves' office yesterday and told the staffer I did not want Sam Graves to vote for Kevin McCarthy. The staffer told me she would pass the information along. Sam Graves has been in office for 20 years now. When is enough enough? Like so many Republicans and Democrats, they only care about staying in office. Listeners need to call their congressional offices and start making some noise. Our republic is at stake, literally. Uh, and then uh, Arnie says, we need a real and true leader as Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, just like we need a true Speaker in the Missouri House of Representatives. The characters at the federal and state levels are a total joke, and we as citizens deserve much better leadership. Happy New Year, Arnie. It, it, it's, it, is, it really is time, I think, to get some fresh blood in, uh, in office. Uh, I mean, look at the age of the people who are leading, just leading the country right now. Nancy Pelosi was 70 years old when Pikes Peak was a pimple. Uh, and Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell... And these people have been in office and been around forever. It really is time for us to make some big changes. Uh, the vote right now is uh, McCarthy 77, Jeffrey 76, others is 10. Now, what, it, what is really important here is what happens uh, at the end of this vote if it goes up from 20 or 21 yesterday to 22. If that happens, if McCarthy starts losing ground, someone needs to go over to his office and tell him, uh, vacate the premise. You are not, uh, you've got to release uh, your supporters. So it's now it's up to uh, 11 for others. And, and, you know, some of them don't even have to vote against him per se. They just have to vote present. And that's how we were, we're, at, we're at 21 as of last night. He apparently did not make as much of an impact overnight as he thought he might. We'll, we'll keep you up to date. It could, you know, we could get the answer here um, in the next few minutes. So we'll just, we'll just keep, uh, keep our eye on it. Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Uh, just fine. Thank you. This may be the year of the libertarian. Well, I think these these are kind of libertarian leaning Republicans, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I think that's I think that's uh, going to happen. It'll be interesting to see. I got a message from a friend of mine who's been a Republican forever. Sent me a message yesterday and said uh, he's thinking of joining the LP. Yeah, 
Uh, it's yep. like the resistance. Yep. All right. Mike, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Um, let me see if I can find that. It, I won't tell you who it is. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Gary, I'm responding to your question today. Do you believe the Republicans are doing a good job? Not exact question, but along those lines. As a Republican voter, I am disappointed in the results of the party. In fact, I've considered officially changing to Libertarian and would like to discuss more with you in the future. I couldn't get on the phone quick enough to respond to your question. Blessings and uh, keep up the good work. I won't tell you who it is, but people in Columbia would know his name. Um, there, there needs to be a change. We're, we are so deep in debt. I got to, you know what, speaking of the debt, I, I just got a message. Where is it here? Here it is. Joni. A Facebook post I shared from four years ago popped up in my memories. If you're on Facebook, you know what memories are. They uh, some anniversary of some event or something that it, it's in your history. It was of the national debt clock, and it was ten trillion less than today. We added ten trillion dollars in four years. I'm glad we have some true conservatives in the House, but there isn't nearly enough of them. Yeah, if you think that what the Republicans have done. Over the last, you know, course of the last 20 or 30 years is good. Then, you know, support McCarthy. Because that's what you're going to get. I, I almost think he's agnostic politically. I think he'll say what he has to say, but he's... He just, he now just wants, thinks he's earned and is entitled to the speakership. Okay, I just had to uh, confirm what you just were talking about with the... U.S. debt. Yeah, and I went back to '08. And yeah. it was nine trillion. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then I jump up to 2012, and we're at 14. And then you go to, let's see, 16. We're at 19. And then you go to 20, where we are at 25. And then. The rest is history. Right now, we are currently... Oh, that can't be it. No, that can't be right. What? That's 27. How, somehow I clicked up to 27, and the national debt is $43 tr trillion. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about a thing. Oh, no, uh, I'm sure it's just fine. It'll be just fine. We'll pay that off somehow. The current number is 31.4. Yeah, we're... we're it, it's... It's... Gaining speed almost exponentially, and this this interest rate hike, uh, the interest rate hike, it makes it even worse because a certain percent of the money you send to the treasury they use to service the debt, i.e., pay the interest, and that interest rate is going up as the Fed's hike the interest rate. So more and more of the money that you think you're sending to, for instance, provide uh, national defense is actually being diverted to pay off the, uh, the, the higher interest rate on the debt. And a big chunk of what you're sending to the Treasury to perhaps uh, fund uh, the uh, national defense 
is being sent back to Social Security. Because they're, they're sending out more money than they're getting. And as a result, they've, you know, they're cashing in the IOUs. Because they spent all that money. Just think where we would be if the, if the Democrats, uh, starting with FDR, hey, you could actually go back to Woodrow Wilson. He was, he was probably one of the worst presidents. You know, if, if I'm looking at the top three or four terrible presidents, it's Wilson, FDR, um, probably uh, Johnson, uh, and the Obamunist. It, it, although I got to tell you, uh, the idiot in the White House right now uh, is, is <laughs> he's giving them a run for their money. Yeah, he is. But it, you know, those were the the major changes to the country. And imagine if they didn't do those things. Imagine if people had uh, all of their paycheck to spend and invest as they saw fit, instead of the government taking thirteen uh, percent. Plus the income tax. I think we'd be a wealthy country. I think we would want immigrants to come in and labor for us because we will have had intergenerationally so much money in investments that we don't have to work. Oh, some people would blow all the money and they'd end up uh, brokering the Ten Commandments. But most of us, we would take the inheritance that that is a, a retirement account or an investment account and live off of those proceeds and not have to work. And then we would want people to come into this country and provide the blue-collar labor, the low-skilled jobs. And they would work and build themselves up. I mean, this, this could be as close to utopia as can be had. But between Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and the income tax, we have destroyed uh, that, that potential, literally ruined it. Uh, the vote in the House, 122, McCarthy, 118, Jeffries, 12 for others. Uh, so it's it's going on to an eighth. We'll have time tomorrow. We'll follow up on it. Uh, we'll see if they make a deal. Don't forget, uh, tomorrow we will have the uh, director-producer of the movie about phony Fauci on. He will be on at 9.30 find out about uh, just how he got all the power that he's got. In the meantime, Glenn Beck is up next. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Glenn, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.